Hey yo, let me holler at you for a minute. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? If you have, let me tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me break it down for you. Anchor has tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, come here, it's free. Don't let nobody know I told you that. So, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome everybody, I'm Ron G, and this is Wrestling With My Thoughts, a WWMT Entertainment original, and I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to the show. No matter when you are or where you are, the fact is you're listening, and I appreciate that support. So go on ahead and sit back, relax, and listen as I wrestle with my thoughts. Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast would like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Chance, creating hope and needed care for everyone. Chance provides outpatient counseling services for individuals with mental health and addictive disease needs. At their clinics, you will be assessed to determine your specific treatment needs. The staff at Chance then works together with you, your family, your community partners, and other supportive people that you choose to develop your strengths, skills, and self-determination that will allow you to live an empowered life. If you or someone you love is in need of the care and services offered by Chance, please contact them at 877-393-8184, or you can email them at contactus at chancecreatinghope.com. Org. For more information, please visit www.chancecreatinghope.org because everyone deserves a second chance. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ron G, and I want to thank you all for taking time out of your busy schedules once again to listen to the show. No matter where you are, when you are, or how you are, the fact is you're listening, and I appreciate that support. So thank you very, very much. I hope you all are doing well. I hope you and your families are healthy happy and safe and I know it's been a couple of weeks since I've done an episode but as much as it pains me to say this leading up to me taking a couple of weeks away from the show um, I've been dealing with some issues related to mental health in regards to uh, my battles with depression and anxiety And over the course of the last couple of weeks, it's just, it was to a point where I, I, uh, admittedly, I just didn't feel like doing the show. I didn't feel like sitting down and recording. Uh, It was just, it wasn't in me. And it's not because I don't like doing this. I very much like doing this. It's almost therapeutic in a way for me doing this show because it allows me to get my thoughts out there and express myself in the moment and while that may seem like a bit of contradiction in that I said it's therapeutic in a sense and I was going through something but you have to understand if you've never dealt with depression and anxiety PTSD and 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 any other forms of of mental illness uh, your your joy can just be ripped from you at some point in time and that's what I was dealing with I I I wasn't feeling happy 
Um, I was dealing with more anxiety than anything, and I really can't pinpoint the actual source or, or flashpoint for that anxiety. Aside from, I've been addressing some of the things um, in my life through my therapy sessions, and perhaps that has something to do with it. There's been uh, quite a bit of change going on in my life, um, personally and professionally. Nothing bad, it's, it's, it's good stuff, but it's still change. And I happen to be one of those people who is married to routine. And when routine changes, it can trigger something in you. Um, you know, I've talked before, I believe, here on the show about me possibly being on the adult autism spectrum. I haven't been formally diagnosed with that, mainly because adult diagnosis is um, tricky. Or I shouldn't say tricky. It's, um, it's harder to diagnose in adults than it is children. And the way it was explained to me by a medical professional is that it's it's harder to diagnose in adults because we've become so accustomed to things doing them a certain way or whatever that you you don't tend to see those sorts of things that you see with uh, children and so I I wholly believe that I am on the spectrum after having done uh, some reading, some some following up, and dare I say research. Um, I'm I'm not a scientist at all, but after reading some things and and going through a few things, um, and and looking at my life from childhood till now, uh, it makes perfect sense, at least to me. And it's not that I'm looking for a scapegoat. It's not that I'm looking for a way out in terms of blaming my depression on something or blaming my anxiety on something. Because trust me when I tell you, there is much more in the suitcase to be unpacked than just uh, being on the adult autism spectrum. Uh, but I've decided to embrace that um, and be an advocate for that so um forgive me for not putting out an episode for the for the last couple of weeks but i decided to try to make myself a priority and that's something that i've traditionally struggled with uh, throughout my entire life um, i haven't necessarily hated myself but i have never really truly loved myself enough to make myself a priority and that's something that i'm actively working on so just bear with me. There may be a time or two here and there um, where I miss some episodes because of it. So just bear with me. And if you're going through it too, you know what I'm dealing with. And uh, yeah, so that's that. And another thing I wanted to address is that um, according to the data that I'm seeing, the, the um, numbers have, they started declining few weeks ago and they sharply declined over the last three episodes and I'm not sure if that's just the the natural nuances of this thing we call podcasting I'm still learning um, what goes into numbers and and it, it's it, it I don't know how to explain it it's 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 something that I'm not used to or don't know so I'm really trying to immerse myself in it and learn more about it, become more familiar with it, because I do, as I said a million times on this show, I do want to grow this brand. So in, in my attempts to do so, I've been paying closer attention to numbers. And it did this a while back. Um, quite a while back it did this and got um, pretty low, but then the numbers picked up again. So again, I don't know if this is just the nuances of, of podcasting, um, but the show numbers are down. So I want to ask something of those of you who listen on a regular basis. And for those of you who are just chiming in for maybe the first time or the first time in a while, um, feel free to, to heed this as well. Um, but I want to ask that you, you share the show. Share it on your social media. Tell friends about it. 
please help me get the word out there. Um, I would very much appreciate that. Now, you're not obligated to. That's very, very true. And you're, you know, you're not getting paid to, to plug the show. That's true as well. But I would like to ask that if you enjoy the show, please, by all means, help spread the word. On the flip side of that coin, if there's something that I talk about, that I say, um, or uh, a stance I'm taking on something that doesn't sit well with you, feel free to reach out to me. I would, I would gladly welcome the opportunity for you to come on the show and we have that discussion. Now, we can have it privately as well, but I would like to, to, to get that information and that perspective out there as well because one of the things I do want to do with Wrestling With My Thoughts is wrestle with my thoughts. I want people to present me with perspective that I might not have considered. And that doesn't mean at the end of the episode or end of the day that I'm going to change my mind or that you will change yours for that matter. But we have perspective and you've had a chance to get your voice out there and hear uh, what I had to say in response to that as well. So if you don't like something, reach out to me. I will welcome you to the show. I'm very open to having guests on. Uh, I, I don't, what's the word? I, I don't put any sort of uh, restrictions or limitations on who can come on this show. I've had Trump supporters on the show before. Uh, I've had um, people who are deeply, deeply religious on the show before. So if you want to come on, Feel free. Just reach out to me. We'll make it happen. We'll figure out a date and time that works best for you, and we'll make it happen. Now, what I wanted to discuss with this episode um, is my battle with retinitis pigmentosa. And I'm sure if you listen to the show for any length of time, you've heard me talk about that before. Uh, retinitis pigmentosa is um has been a, a a thing in my life uh for a very long time um it is genetic and i'll get into some of the particulars and specifics here in just a moment with some information some actual uh, medical information not just my opinion but for convenience um i uh, you will hear me refer to retinitis pigmentosa as rp um here throughout the show but just know that that means retinitis pigmentosa now, one of the things I dealt with when I was a younger person, uh, when talking about this this um, issue, was people thinking that I was just lying, because, and admittedly, because the name sounds kind of made up, retinitis pigmentosa, um, to a young child. When I say young child, you're you know we're talking third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade or something like that. It sounds kind of made up and. Um, you know, people want to poke fun, um, not necessarily in a uh, in a mean-spirited sort of way, but just because it doesn't sound real. But what I would like to do is make sure that you, you guys understand that it is very real. And uh, um, it, is, it is something that can alter your life um, very, very much. So uh, on WebMD, I make I want to make sure that I give uh, give credit where it's due. Uh, the the article is titled "What Is Retinitis Pigmentosa?" by Beth Axtell, and uh, medically reviewed by Whitney Seltman, OD, on November fourteenth, two thousand and twenty one. Uh, WebMD WebMD says here. Retinitis pigmentosa, or RP, is a term for a group of eye diseases that can lead to loss of sight. What they have in common are specific changes your doctor sees when they look at your retina, a bundle of tissue at the back of your eye. When you have RP, cells in the retina, called photoreceptors, don't work the way they're supposed to and over time, you lose your sight. It is a rare disorder that's passed from parent to child. Only one out of every 4,000 people get it. 
about half of all people with RP have a family member who also has it. Now, with that being said, um, the first and uh, I should have almost said only, but that's not true. The first person that I ever heard about having RP in my family was my grandfather, um, who coincidentally was a, a, a very big influence on my life. But, <clears throat> excuse me, by the time he passed away in 1993, um, he was legally blind and um, had to have assistance uh, getting about. Uh, but to continue, it's a rare disorder It's passed from parent to child. Uh, I read all that, didn't I? <laughs> the retina has two types of cells that gather light, rods and cones. The rods are around the outer ring of the retina and are active in dim light. Most forms of retinitis pigmentosa affect the rods first. Your night vision and your ability to see to the side, which is your peripheral vision, go away. Uh, it says here, cones are mostly in the center of your retina. They help you see color and fine detail. When RP affects them, you, slow, you slowly lose your, sense, your central vision and your ability to see color. Um, so that is what RP is. And in my personal life, um, I've told a few people that although I've had RP um, for quite a while, a very long time, uh, apparently since I was born, um, since it is genetic, and my grandfather had it, my mom has it, uh, I think both of my sisters have it. Um, my son hasn't been tested, but he also hasn't shown, excuse me, uh, he hasn't been tested specifically for RP, but he also hasn't experienced the problems that I did um, as a young man when things started to change. Uh, but I am very conscious of that as a parent, and we will be getting him uh, a test specifically for RP. Um, but I've told people that even though I was born with this, I it wasn't until a few years. And when I say a few years... Um, I can't put an exact number on it, but many, many years ago, um, I started noticing changes. Uh, I started notice uh, when when I, when I was a teenager, we used to shoot basketball all day into the night. And even at night, I could still play. And when I say night, I'm talking, um, you know, eight, nine o'clock. There was a street light right there where we were playing, so that helped as well. But I noticed over time that well-defined faces that I could see in the in in the night became more like uh, just a shadow or a silhouette of a person versus actually seeing their face <clears throat> and we go a little further on I started noticing that when I would come in from outside on a bright day my my eyes would be you know, it would be uh, hard for me to see in a very dimly lit room. Going a step further, I started to notice some of the things to the side. I, mean, I may not have been able to see it, so we progressed further into life where I where I, I really started noticing um, the effects getting worse, and, and that's what leads me to now. Um, I can tell, like I, it's noticeable to me now, like obviously noticeable to me that these things are happening to me. What can I tell you? Um, I can tell you, well, first of all, before I go any further than that, let's go into some of these symptoms. <clears throat> now this continues with the same article on WebMD by Beth Axtell, and it was medically reviewed by Whitney Seltman, OD, on November 14th, 2021. Again, I want to make sure that you all understand that, that is, this is to give credit to those individuals, not me. I did not write this. I'm using it for entertainment, entertainment purposes only and educational purposes only. Uh, so symptoms. Retinitis pigmentosa usually starts in childhood. 
but exactly when it starts and how quickly it gets worse varies from person to person. Most people with RP lose much of their sight by early adulthood. Then by age 40, they are often legally blind. And stop right there for just a second. <clears throat> now, uh, I'm 46. And that's why I say I can tell it's noticeable, like a, a very apparent to me now, some of these things are happening. And just in case you're wondering, the definition of legally blind uh, no, 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 no. Let's see. Legally blind. Legally blind. The government uses the term legal blindness to dis to decide who can get certain benefits like disability or job training, and is not the same as being totally blind. Um, I'm not going to read further with that because not <laughs> what I'm trying to read is not very clear. But just so you know, legal legal blindness is where it's very hard for you. There are specific uh, measurements in terms of your eyesight that classify you as legally blind, but it it's it, essentially it's 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 very hard for you to see. You can still see, but it's very hard for you to make out um, objects. So continuing on with uh, with symptoms, because rods are usually affected first. The first symptom you may notice is that it takes longer to adjust to darkness, called night blindness. That happened with me. Uh, like I said, it, it would uh, it would get night, and it would take my eyes longer to adjust to nighttime. Coming in from outside on a sunny day, um, it would take my eyes longer to adjust to that dimly lit room. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, then it says here, for example, you may notice it when you walk from bright sunshine into a dimly lit theater. <laughs> uh, more on that, the theater thing in just a second. Um, you may trip over objects in the dark or not be able to drive at night. Uh, for myself right now, um, unless there's some sort of family emergency or an emergency period, um, I'm not going to be driving at night. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a struggle for me. Uh, it's hard for me to, especially on the street where the the uh, traffic lines are a little faded. It's extremely hard for me to make out the lines on the street. Um, it's just, it's not a good feeling. And it's just something I'm not going to do. So I've definitely cut out my night driving. And uh, as far as tripping over things in the dark, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, I've done that. As a matter of fact, I stepped on a dog's paw this weekend because I didn't see them and uh, felt horrible about it too, but it said I never saw them. And continuing on, uh, you may lose your peripheral vision at the same time or soon after your night vision declines. For me, um, <coughs> excuse me, my night vision went, f uh, uh, I started experiencing issues with my night vision first uh, and then started experiencing issues and am experiencing issues with my peripheral vision. Let's see, here we go. Da, 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 da. Okay, you may get tunnel vision, which means you can't see things to the side without turning your head. Depending on where something is, um, I do have to turn my head to see certain things. Uh, it's not, I guess you know, actual tunnel vision for me, because I can see some things off to the side, but to some things I do have to turn my head and look at uh, to get a good view. In later stages, your cones may be affected. That will make it harder for you to do detail work, and you may have trouble seeing colors. It's rare, but sometimes the cones die first. You might find bright lights uncomfortable, a symptom your doctor may call photophobia. You also may start to see flashes of light that shimmer or blink. This is called photo photopsia, if I'm saying that right. And I didn't even know that was a symptom. As many times as I've looked over symptom lists, I guess that didn't stick out to me. But I, I do experience that. Um, I can be sitting watching something and I think I'll see a flash of light off to the side and I'll look real quick to see, you know, what that flash of light was. 
<coughs> and it's and it's nothing. Give me one second, you guys. I'm gonna take a sip. Pardon me. No, that's not a uh, adult beverage. <laughs> but yeah, I do see that, and um, it, it's very weird when it happens because <laughs> you you think you saw a flash. Think of it something like. A camera flash going off now it's not quite that big burst of brightness in your eye but imagine someone say in your peripheral taking a picture several hundred feet off and you just happen to see that flash of light that's what it's like or for me um, that's what it's that's what it's like um, I don't know if I want to go do I want to go for causes yeah, I'll, I'll read causes. More than 60 different genes can cause the different types of retinitis pigmentosa. Parents can pass the problem, uh, I'm sorry, parents can pass the problem genes onto their children in three different ways. Um, autosomal recessive RP, which is each parent has one problem copy and one normal copy of the gene that's responsible, but they don't have any symptoms. A child that inherits two problem copies of the gene, one from each parent, will develop this style of retinitis pigmentosa. Uh, since two copies of the problem gene are needed, each child in the family has a 25% chance of being affected. Uh, autosomal dominant RP. This type of retinitis pigmentosa requires only one copy of the problem gene to develop. A parent with that gene has a 50% chance of passing it to each child. The third type is X-linked RP. A mother who carries the problem gene can pass it down to their children. Each of them has a 50% chance of getting it. Most women who carry the gene won't have any symptoms, but about one out of every five will have mild symptoms. Most men who get it will have more severe cases. So apparently, um, which I'd always, I'd already, I'd already, I already knew, um, it does seem to affect men more prevalently than women. It was initially thought, or at least from what I heard when I was younger, let me say that, um, I was still living at home, a kid, but um, I always heard that a woman could be a carrier, but it wouldn't affect them, affect their vision, and that it was passed on to males. Later on, as I got older and started, you know, listening to and figuring out things for myself, is that uh, as a male child, I had a greater chance of getting it. Um, so, finishing up there with that article, uh, my experiences, um, it's a struggle, you guys, and it's different for me uh, with my hearing than it is with my vision. Because you see, even though I was born with RP, um, genetically speaking, I didn't initially notice any problems. But with my hearing, I was born deaf in my left ear and already had a percentage of hearing loss in my right ear. And already knew that as I got older, that percentage of hearing loss in my right ear would become greater with time. Above and beyond all that, me being a kid, it's just what I was used to. So I've never heard, quote unquote, normally. Everything has always sounded like it came from the right side to me. So I'm, I'm used to it because I, I didn't know any other way. That's, you know, that was from birth until now. With RP, it's a little different. I carry, admittedly, I carry a little bit of um, hostility and anger towards having RP. Not at anyone at all, but just at the fact that I'm dealing with it. Uh, because I feel like, you know, a little bit of sour grapes here. I just feel like, man, what the hell else do I have to deal with? I'm, I'm deaf, I'm, I'm going blind, all this stuff, you know? What else do I have to deal with? And usually the universe shows me what else I gotta deal with, 
but in, in all seriousness, um, I, I do have some, some issues that I'm working through now on accepting um, that I have RP and that I'm going to struggle with it. And that eventually, yes, it will take my sight, be it legally blind or completely blind. So there's a little bit of a, of a anger there. And um, it's kind of like a mad at the world sort of thing. Not again. Not I'm not mad at my grandfather. I'm not mad at my mom. None of that because you know they they had no you know intent on on passing this this genetic issue down. It just look at me. I won the lottery. But I, it's something that I am working on um, with many other things in my therapy learning to accept the fact that this is my situation doesn't mean life is over it doesn't mean that I have to stop enjoying life it doesn't mean anything except what it means from a medical standpoint and that's still very hard for me to accept and so I'm trying to take in as many sights as I can right now so that I'll have those memories as I get older. I can't remember exactly how old my grandfather was when he started experiencing serious problems, but I do know it was in his, I think, mid to late 50s when he had to stop driving. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I remember that vividly because of a trip uh, we were making from Otasco. Shout out to an old story there, Otasco. Uh, but coming home from Otasco to my grandparents' house one day, um, he was just very erratic on the roads. And I kind of noticed it, but I didn't really as a kid. But I remember hearing my grandmother talk about it. And... I'm not sure what discussions they had after that. I'm not sure what he did in terms of speaking to a doctor. I just know that at that point, he quit driving. Um, as you heard from the article, I don't know how quickly this will advance for me, which is, is why I'm trying to soak up as many sights as I can right now. But I know that day's coming. My son has been a tremendous help to me. Uh, when we go out to eat <clears throat> and we walk into a dimly lit restaurant or something, um, he allows me to place my hand on his shoulder or put my hand flat on his back and follow his lead. When I can't, <clears throat> when I can't find something laying on my brown leather sofa, or on a uh, little black table that sits in front of the sofa uh, when I can't find something sitting on it because it matches the color of the sofa and or the little table there, he'll, he'll first ask what I'm looking for so he'll know what to point out himself and then he'll tell me where it is. And initially I was very self-conscious about that. I felt like an idiot, you know. Um, I glanced over the TV remote three or four times couldn't find it, and he goes, it's right there beside your plate, or whatever. And I looked side to side, you know, four or five times and missed it. A lot of people think that when that happens, that I'm not paying attention. And it's not that I'm not paying attention, <clears throat> it's just that I can't see it. Bear with me one second. Excuse me. And that's very frustrating to me as well, but I digress on that. But I've learned to accept it a little more now. I don't feel as self-conscious about it. Um, I do know that if I were to go outside with friends and toss a football around, um, it's hard for me to do that now. It's hard for me to catch it. And not that I was ever any sort of a world-class receiver at all, but um, it, it's hard for me to catch it now because it, 
like the ball moves so fast that like my vision can't keep up with it if that makes any sense whatsoever um throwing a baseball you know playing a game of catch is completely out of the question for me this past weekend uh enjoying some time with my sisters um celebrating their birthday love you Rhonda. love you Lori. um i got out on the uh the concrete there with my nephew love you dylan i uh, got out there with my nephew and um was shooting a few baskets and i noticed whenever he would you know toss the ball to me for me to shoot it was hard i was struggling to catch it because the ball's moving so fast my vision can't catch up to it at work uh, the operating system that we use at my job the uh, pointer on the screen is for one it's small now for a person for a person with regular normal vision it's probably not a problem but for me I constantly struggle to find out where my pointer is and I've developed this what is even annoying to me so it may be annoying to the people around me is I'll take my mouse and wiggle it or move it to like the upper right hand corner and wiggle it until I see the pointer and even then I have to slowly drag it to where I'm going to on the page to click whatever so it slows me down in terms of production time at work so that's another way I've noticed that it's that it's an issue. Um, I, I can consistently say at my job, it, it, primarily when people are by me, because it's, I'm, I'm very self-conscious about it. I'll just, Ugh, I hate being blind, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know if, if they truly understand what a struggle it is for me uh, to have someone over me. Um, it's extremely hard when I'm sitting through some training or sitting through some sort of presentation on uh, projected onto a, a big screen or something and they're there well if you'll see here and they move the pointer to there I can't I can't find it fast enough or if a co-worker is trying to show something to me on their screen and ask me a question about it I'll have to have them point it out using their fingers to what they're talking about. And it's just, it can be demoralizing. Um, I know I shouldn't think that way um, and, and all of that, but I do. It's demoralizing. Uh, a few weeks ago, one of the ladies at work was sitting next to another lady doing some training at the desk and when I walked up I walked all up on the other lady I never saw her because my head was up looking forward to where I'm walking and I never saw her because of my peripheral if you watch me walk a lot of times you'll notice I look down when I walk now a lot of people have a problem with that some men think that you're if you're a man you walk with your head held high no I have to kind of watch where I'm walking uh, depending on where I am it's, it's primarily in places where I'm not familiar um, but you know I'll, I'll have to look down and, and make sure where I'm stepping oh my goodness going up or downstairs is a challenge for me um, it, it's I'm sure for someone watching uh, they may be like, oh, poor guy or whatever, but it is a challenge for me. But I also want to focus on the fact that life's not over for me. And it, it is hard to see the positive, no pun intended. It, it, it's a challenge for me sometimes to see the positive. Again, no pun intended. At the end of next month, I'm taking a trip to Nashville, Tennessee uh, to attend StarCast uh, with uh, my friend Kurt. Shout out to Kurt and his brother-in-law. Brother-in-law, I forgot your name at the moment, but shout out to you as well. Uh, and I'm driving up to Nashville by myself. I don't feel worried about that. I don't feel any anxiety over that at all. Provided that the weather's clear, that is something that I have to pay attention to. 
Um, but I have no, no issues with that. I'll be meeting up with them in Nashville. Uh, my homie, Kurt, uh, he's offered to drive uh, while we're up in Nashville and, you know, help drive home if need be. Um, because they'll be coming back with me in the car, which is awesome because that helps me. Um, I have no issue turning over the reins, so to speak, and allowing someone else to, to drive, especially in an area where I'm unfamiliar with the surroundings. But uh, going up there, I'm going to be in a large crowd of people um, over the course of, of Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, I'm sure that <clears throat> I'll be walking into certain parts of this venue that are dimly lit. Uh, so it's going to be a, a struggle for me. The only thing I'm actually concerned about is I'm attending Ric Flair's last match um, solo. So it does concern me getting in there. So I'm going to reach out to the... Uh, the people promoting the show and see if there can be some sort of, of accommodations made for me. Not that I want special treatment, but just some sort of assistance or accommodations for me because I do struggle with, um, with, uh, uh vision impairment. Um, but the point is I'm doing that because one, I love wrestling, <laughs> not so much the modern stuff, but I do love wrestling, but also, because I want to, once again, I want to soak up as many sights as I can right now. Uh, I'm trying to plan a very big trip for my son and I. Those of you who know me well know what that trip is. I'll tell the rest of you all about it as the time gets closer and the trip becomes more of a reality. Right now, it's just in the pre-pre-pre-planning stages. But... I'm trying to make it happen. And it's because two reasons. One, I want him to experience it. Two, I want to soak up as many sights as I can. Absolutely. Another area uh, RP affects me is when I'm watching TV or movies. I was sitting here last night watching The Suicide Squad. Sidebar. Is The Suicide Squad a sequel to Suicide Squad or it is, a, is it a reboot? Is it a standalone? It doesn't make sense to me because both of those are one's called The Suicide Squad. The other one's called Suicide Squad. Sidebar, sidebar. DC, you guys have a way to go in terms of uh, presenting your heroes Outside of, say, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman, without making them look ridiculous. That's just my opinion. But anyway, sitting here watching The Suicide Squad last night, and uh, The Suicide Squad is in a plane. It's at the beginning of the movie, so I'm not revealing anything, but they're in a plane over water. It's time to, you know, make the jump, to drop out. I couldn't see. I didn't know what was going on, um, and it's a struggle for me. Uh, a few nights ago, I tried to watch the new Batman movie, and it was very slow, but aside from that, it was also dark, so it was hard for me to keep up with what was going on. Back around Christmas, uh, a good friend of mine, shout out to Jenny, treated me to... Um, the newest Spider-Man movie. And I ended up dozing off a couple of times, not because I was trying to be rude, I wasn't necessarily tired, but a lot of the movie took place in dimly lit or dark scenes, or at least from what I saw. And so I won't say I lost interest, but I couldn't keep up. So I, I just, kind of tuned the movie out. And I hate to admit that. I've told Jenny that. But uh, I just I had to tune it out because I couldn't keep up with what was going on. 
if my son is here with me and we're watching something like that, I'll have to ask him, what's going on? What's, what's happening? And so it's a struggle. But my life isn't over. And I have to keep telling myself that if you hear something moving, that's my headphones moving because my ear itches. Um, but it's, it, it is a struggle. And I don't want people to feel sorry for me. I don't want pity. I would appreciate some understanding in certain situations and some empathy but I don't want people to feel sorry for me. I don't want people to be like, oh, Ron. It's a struggle. But I'm making the best that I can of it right now. I just wanted to, to take a moment. Because you guys have probably heard me several times uh, talk about RP. But maybe I didn't go into detail and explain it. And it is a challenge to live with it. Um, it, it affects my attitude sometimes. It affects my, um, I wouldn't say character, but my morale sometimes. Um, because some days you're just, you just feel defeated. And in some cases when certain things happen, you feel embarrassed. My son and I, before he went off to college a few years ago, um, we went over to O'Charlie's to eat, and O'Charlie's is within walking distance of where I live, and it was nighttime, so we just walked. Well, coming back, we crossed the street, coming back to the, the home here, and we're walking and talking, and before my son can get it out of his mouth, boom. I almost racked myself on a post. Now, I still hit the post. It hit it kind of hard, as a matter of fact. Uh, my shirt got hung up and was ripped. That's how hard I hit it and how much force going forward it was. But I never saw it. Never saw it. And so it's, it's stuff like that. I mean, that's just one example of many. So remember this in closing. When you're out and about, and you, you see someone struggling, regardless if it's RP or anything else, but just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not real. I'm finally coming to grips with, well, first and foremost, I'm actually coming, uh, I'm actually understanding that I have disabilities, both my hearing and my eyesight. It was never explained to me that way growing up as a teenager, a young adult even. It was never explained to me that I had a disability. So I took it on as a characteristic, but I'm learning that I have a disability. Vision impairment and hearing impairment are a part of me, but they don't define me. It's much easier to say that than it is to do that, but I'm working on it. Because I'm not Ron the deaf guy. I'm not Ron the blind guy. I'm Ron, who happens to have Hearing impairment, disability, and vision impairment, disability. They're parts of my life. They are not my life. And that's something that I've really, really had to digest. And I'm still processing it, if I'm being 100% honest. So if, if any of you or your family members are suffering with RP... Help them out. Sometimes they may be too proud to ask. Sometimes they may make up excuses as to why they ran into something or why they tripped over something. Um, I know I did at least. So perhaps they're doing that as well. But just be patient with them.
and and help them out and um, I would like to ask that if you find uh, what you consider to be a worthy group or, or foundation that does work um, to help research and and work to try to find a cure for RP by all means please please um, donate uh, as of right now there is no cure for it um, there are not any solid things that you can do that have concrete proof that they slow down the progress um, but it is believed that vitamin A helps slow it down but there's not solid evidence of that so really you know just kind of grin and bear it and um, hope that it progresses slow but again I'm I'm not dead you know it's not the end of the world um, I just wanted to try to uh, educate and inform you guys about RP and once again I, I do apologize for um, lack of content over the last couple of weeks but as I explained at the top of the show when you have those struggles man sometimes you got to take time away and uh, that's that's what I did so until next time, ladies and gentlemen, um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you got some some news out of it or something that you can you can find to to help, if not yourself, someone else in your family or friend or maybe even someone you don't know. Um, but thank you for tuning in, and uh, as always, once again, no matter where you are, when you are, or how you are, the fact is you're listening. And I appreciate that support. Please be sure to share the content. Let everybody know about the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. It is available on all major podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, everywhere. You can find it everywhere. So please help me get the word out. If you enjoy the content, please help share it. Uh, for those of you who may not like the content or may take exception to something that I've expressed on the show, once again, I encourage you, reach out to me. Come on to the show and let's discuss it. You don't have to give your name. You don't have to be uh, uh, called out by name or anything. You can use a, uh, an assumed identity. But I love having those types of conversations. So if you run upon something that, that I've said that doesn't sit well with you, let's talk about it. Let's be civil and talk about it. So until next week, everybody, you guys take care, be safe, be happy.